in general, then I definitely proceed with caution and I won't hang out with them alone, even like five years into a friendship. Just because I get nervous. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that would like to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us an email and we'll get back to you. Today, we're speaking to a guest that reached out to us and she has androphobia, which is simply the fear of men. So she wrote in her email that it's common in adults. It's not talked about a lot, uh, but it's essentially a fear of there's literally men, like men out in the world, men that you come in contact with. We honestly don't know anything about this. So we're going to let the guest kind of explain this to us, talk about her experiences, uh, but we've got her on the line. So thank you so much for being on today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. So can you give us a proper definition of androphobia? So basically it is just the fear of men. Usually it can be rooted from something for me personally it has to connect with ptsd and past experiences some people i guess they could just have this fear but it's mostly just from trauma or things like that and does this fear uh like how much does this impact your life like does it prevent you from living a normal life yeah i work like basic job like anyone else and there's a lot of customers in and out and even if a male customer walks behind me i get anxious i've had to tell managers at all of my jobs that i don't like like the male ones being close to me specifically and going outside is hard i try not to go alone at all or if i have to be alone then i'm always on the phone with someone at all times just because i get super anxious So the anxiety and the fear that you feel, so like the example you just said at your job, these customers are essentially strangers, a lot of men coming through, maybe getting close to you, interacting with you. Is Mm -hmm. the anxiety a fear of what? Is it like being attacked or violence or is it just being uncomfortable? Uh, It's mostly just being attacked or just grabbed. I've had a lot of jobs where in the area sex trafficking was super normal and a lot of men just like to make comments in general. So as that built up over time, just working has made me more anxious to be with these random customers. A hundred percent of the time they're just walking. They don't even care about me being there, but it's definitely just super intense like feelings of anxiety when it happens. Is it just strange men or is it like, do you have male friends who you are like, you know, you're still nervous around them because they're men or is it just strangers? Uh, It's mostly strangers, but all of my male friends are gay, so they don't even care about me in that way. So, but I don't do that on purpose. It's just what happened. I have a lot of gay male friends, but it's mostly strangers. If I'm, Getting to know a guy in general, then I definitely proceed with caution and I won't hang out with them alone, even like five years into a friendship, just because I get nervous. Even as you 
like five years is a long time. You assume yeah. you really get to know someone for, you know, who they are, but even still that anxiety doesn't fade. It's, it's still there and makes you kind of fear just being alone with them. Yeah. Even if I had to pick my friends up and it's a guy that's just straight, I always have my other friends in the car. And how did, when did this begin? Because I'm imagining like going through school, you had to be around a lot of men. Yeah. So this, when I was very, very young, I was abused really badly by my father. So I just grew up thinking that was like normal for men to do, I guess, which sounds terrible, but that's just how I was raised. And then as I grew up, I realized obviously it's not normal and that's just not common. So I was growing up and thinking like, oh, I'm independent. Like I don't need a man in my life, nothing. And then in December of 2021, I was on a bus and I got groped by some stranger who I let sit next to me and he was just talking to me. And then only a month later, I was raped by someone I really trusted. And I've known that person for like three years. And that kind of just broke everything for me. Like everyone I love kind of goes against me and they were all men. And it was just very heartbreaking. And so I just, ever since that happened like two, three years ago, I cannot go outside around men alone. Wow. How do you even find the ability now to like work this job, you know, and just kind of leave your house and know that you will interact with men that you don't know? Um, a lot of therapy, definitely. I always talk about it with my therapist. I know that some of my fears with this is just not realistic. And <clears throat> over time, like, I've been getting better with it. I've definitely been getting better with, like, flight or fight because I used to just freeze in time and just be anxious in any kind of situation. But now I'm learning to just, like, walk away and just calm myself down and my coworkers and managers are aware of my situation so they have me in the back they just <laughs> move me to the back room so i'm comfortable and i am very grateful for that so yeah i mean they i was gonna ask if they're like understanding of your uh situation and they kind of like you know I, i'm sure in some places they'd be like all right relax just you know, yeah. Like yeah. they don't give a shit yeah. basically, but, uh, which to that point, not to interrupt you, but like, I imagine does that happen sometimes, which is really unfortunate where one, I could see men like being triggered by a woman having a fear of men, you know, like almost getting defensive right. and triggered about it. Um, but even like friends of yours or coworkers, do you ever experience that where they might not understand the trauma that you've endured and just say like, Oh, you're just overreacting. You know, this isn't like an illness or anything. Like you're just like being, uh, you know, unreasonable. Yeah. I haven't really got a lot of that from coworkers or anything. I did have one coworker for my old job and he wasn't aware that I had this phobia, but he was aware that I've been through assault and things like that. 
And he said, like, oh, if you're getting raped, like, you could just push the guy off. Like, that's your fault and just things like that. And hearing that from another man just, like, made me feel terrible about myself, especially someone that was my age. And I thought that was my friend. It was just terrible to hear. Even if it was a joke, it's not funny. So I've only had one situation like that. But when I describe my situation and why I have this phobia, usually they're more than happy to, like, make things easier for me. Yeah, that guy's a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, how, I mean, you said this has been, you know, how, how long is, has it been as bad as it is, like, I'm assuming, you know, right now, um, is it, do, do you feel like it's at its peak? Um, I think right now it is just because I'm still healing from the things that have happened to me. And I think, I think I'm starting to like get better, but I, right now it's just like the peak until it goes down because Mm -hmm. I still have these episodes of like PTSD where I just get super anxious even just being in a small space or in public alone and things like that. But at the same time, like I'm working on it just mentally. Hmm. I'm curious, do you carry anything for self-defense, like a weapon or like pepper spray or anything? Yes, I have pepper spray. I have a whole keychain with alarms and like little knife things or brass knuckles. I have I have it all. If someone yeah. went in your bag, they'd Rambo. be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense though. Does, does that help in making you feel less anxious or safer? It does, but I have to bring it everywhere I go. So I feel safer. And then a lot of people like to comment on it. Like in general, like that's too much or you shouldn't have that much. No one's going to do anything. And that kind of pisses me off because it's, just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get some comments on it, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, no, totally. And I mean, you know, for us to hear this, there's already, I assume, this sort of baseline fear that a lot of women have or just this alertness mm-hmm. or awareness that a woman has to have that yeah. Joe and I can't understand. Um mm-hmm. But for you to have gone through what you've went through, um, like it obviously, you know, it, it makes sense. So it's sad to hear that some people, you know, especially people close to you and friends have a hard time accepting that. Uh, but what are some of the things that you're actively doing? You mentioned therapy, you know, what are some of the kind of tools you've developed or techniques or things that you're working on, uh, to, you know, try to lessen this anxiety? I... Yeah, I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for years and years. So I always go and just that that helps alone, just talking about it and having someone just kind of tell you that some of the things are rational. Till this day, since I was like groped on a bus, I have also like I get nervous to go on public transportation and I didn't go for years. So I've been going more, I guess. I know that sounds kind of stupid to be like nervous to go on a train or something, but I've been going more, even with my friends, it's just, I feel like I'm making a step. So kind of just pushing myself to do these things or to go alone outside in general. 
or even if I just bring my dog with me, it's super helpful because I'm not with another human being. So kind of just, I guess, pushing myself. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like exposure therapy, just kind of getting yeah. used to uh, doing those things. And also, are you uh, attracted to men? Because I'm, I'm curious if this, hmm. you know, is impacting that part of your life. Like if you want to be married someday or you want to be dating uh, men, like mm-hmm. obviously there, that's... Would, it would take a lot to get to that point, I assume. Yeah, I like everyone. I like boys, girls, and anyone in between. Um, but I tend to like men easier if they're just a little bit nice to me because I'm not used to that. So if they're just a little bit nice, I'm like, oh, wow, he's perfect. Like, it's the most amazing person I've ever met. But they always end up not being that. But I am single now, and I definitely am taking a step back from just talking to men in general because I feel like I just need to heal and things like that and also just not have this anxiety if I want to be in a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one day you would want to pursue that or attempt to? Yeah, I would like to, but right now I just, it's hard to think about. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. So like a phobia like this, that's so extreme that impacts your life. What, what is sort of the end goal? Is this something that in your mind you completely get over or is it just a matter of managing it and having it, you know, not impact your life as much as it is now? I would like to get over it, but I think always having that awareness is super important. Even if you're just a woman walking on the street or just you haven't been assaulted or raped or any of these things, I think it's just always important because people are crazy out there. So I do want to get over this phobia that I won't, so that way I could go outside and be alone and all these things and not like stay inside all the time. But I think just being aware is the best I could have at least. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, dude, I'm afraid of men. Like, you know, like if I'm walking outside and it's like dark and there's like a group of men, I'd be like, well, this is, I'm definitely going to keep my guard up as I get closer to these people. Oh yeah. Um, I'll cross the street. Yeah. I can only imagine like for women, like I told this story and it was like a funny experience for me not funny, but it was like an interesting experience for me. I remember this happened to me the other day too. I was just walking by, a bunch of like construction dudes and I know they're not looking at me like that yeah. but I mm-hmm. feel like the eyes kind of because mm-hmm. they're yeah. always on like both sides of the mm-hmm. sidewalk mm-hmm. and you're like mm-hmm. walking through the middle of them and I was like I only imagine what this is like for a woman and the things that people say mm-hmm. to them and the fact that like there's a group of men who could you know like it's it's scary yeah. like in and of itself it's, it is scary um, so I can only imagine like being a woman and like you said, even if you haven't gone through these things, it you still have to be very aware. And I can only imagine how much that is heightened, uh, you know, when something does happen to you and like the trauma that you've kind of experienced where there's like a whole other psychological part of it where you, you know, you, it's also men that you thought you could trust that this ended up yeah. happening to. So um, I think the fact that you are, you know, exposing yourself to that and and still like you know getting out of your house having your friends sort of help you your dog going on walks and stuff like to me that's like huge i mean i think that's like amazing that you're able to you know do that um 
I mean, like Greg was saying, it's going to be hard for us to understand truly what that is like, but I definitely think it makes sense. Like, I don't think that's like ridiculous at all. Like, I think that's like very, you know, people have a a weird experience on a plane, like too much turbulence. They're like, I'm not fucking flying for five years, you know, like, and to me, that's like a a smaller thing, you know, but so I, you know, I think that you're, you know, well validated to feel that way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious too, like, you know, do, do you talk to your parents about this? And, and, uh, you know, I think kind of going back to what I was saying before, like people, you know, and you're kind of friends with, or even family members, does this sort of thing apply to like all, all men, um, you know, in your life where you're just kind of like, you know, like even people that you trust and have never done anything to, Mm -hmm. and they're good friends, do you still have a wall up with just any sort of man? I really think it depends for me personally. For my immediate family, like my mom and my dad, my dad, he just adopted me recently um, because he was my stepdad for years and years. But um, I trust him. I know he would never, ever in a million years hurt me. My biological father and his whole side, all the men were just crazy abusive and insane so i don't trust any of them to be alone with me at all but the only people that in my family that really know about this is my parents and they only found out that i was raped this month like two weeks ago or something because i was so scared to tell them because i seriously thought they were gonna kill the kid and i just didn't even want to mention it and i was finally ready like two weeks ago and it was just something super heavy on me and they don't understand why I was like so affected by being in public and being touched or being close to men or stuff like that and I told them and they were like I get it now so they're super understanding they just wish they have known sooner one thing you might not think about too often is how polluted is the air that I'm breathing well according to the EPA indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Sometimes it's up to 100 times more polluted. Not to mention, Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. That's why we're happy to tell you about Air Doctor. It's an incredible air purifier that filters out contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.9% of tested bacteria and viruses. It's powerful, it's quiet, and having one in my home has just given me so much peace of mind that the air I'm breathing is clean. And Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use code OPL. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to $300 off. You're saving up to $300. So lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use that promo code OPL you're able to save up to $300 based on the model. Again, that's airdoctorpro.com slash OPL. Go lock in this special offer. 
It is officially time to kickstart your holiday shopping, and what better way to do that than with Uncommon Goods? Uncommon Goods is actually a website that I use every single year when buying gifts, especially for like my mom and my sister, because I don't really know what to buy them. But with their site, it makes it a lot easier to get ideas for gifts because they have these categories that say like for him, for her, for your mom, for your dad, and they have really cool gifts on there. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small businesses. They usually make these things in small batches, so it's best to start your shopping now before it's all sold out. From art to jewelry to kitchen appliances to like... I don't even know, just really cool products. I've bought you know, a bunch of different things on Uncommon Goods, um, and they're all amazing. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, uh, they give back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date, okay? To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash OPL. That is uncommongoods.com slash OPL for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Um, Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary, okay? And I'm going to be using my own code when it comes to Uncommon Goods because, like I said, every single year I'm on that website and I'm buying stuff. So 15% off, I'm doing it. Uncommon Goods slash OPL. Go get your 15% off, people. If you're hoping to budget your food expenses this holiday season, you can get more bang for your bite with America's number one uh, best value meal kit, Every Plate. Every Plate is 25% cheaper than going to the grocery store. And also right now, you can get a 10-ounce ranch steak uh, on your weekly order for just a dollar. So for one dollar every single week, you can get a 10-ounce ranch steak. That is incredible, folks. And you're never going to be overpaying for every plate because everything is pre-portioned. So you don't have to buy some big giant bottle of mayo or anything like that. Everything is pre-portioned. You use all the ingredients and... You just pay for what you need. Also, you'll never get into a cooking rut with every plate because they have 26 different recipes to choose from every single week, all delicious, and they change them every single week. So you always have something to look forward to and you can always make new things, which is nice because a lot of the time, one of the hardest things with cooking is coming up with things to cook. I don't know. I make the same four things every single time. But with every plate, they have a rotating uh, recipe, um, you know, rotating recipes every single week. So it's nice. On top of that, you can save some money here. You can get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 steaks by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering the code 49OPL. Again, you can get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 steaks by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering the code 49OPL. So get on it. Yeah. Do you mind just talking a little bit about how you approach that and kind of what made you feel ready to tell them and how you told them? I think it's just really unfortunate, but you know, even people listening, like a lot of people will have to have this conversation or have had this conversation with loved ones, family members. Uh, so I'm just curious how you handle that. Yeah. So I think for that, it's really important to tell someone at some point, but I waited a while and I'm glad I did because I felt comfortable like it really isn't about anyone else like if you're thinking about telling someone that you really trust about it don't like feel like you have to tell them because like you think they would want to know right now it's more it's about you like you're already go you already went through something like this and just forcing yourself to say something or do something about it when you're not ready to is just going to make you more stressed so i told my parents because I was just having a terrible day and I went to therapy and we were just talking about it and I just had an episode I could not stop crying I get these episodes where I still feel like 
this man is on top of me and I'm in his room and just things like that. And it just ruined my whole day. So I got home and my parents were like, what's up? Like, why are you so sad? And I just couldn't hold it back anymore. And I knew it was a good time now. Like they wouldn't actually kill this guy and they would just have a conversation with me about it. So we just talked about it and they felt terrible. They did say they would kill him and they could hide a body if I wanted, but I declined the offer. <laughs> and how did that make you feel like being able to tell them finally? Very, a lot better, a lot better. Cause my parents just like to joke around and like push me around a lot, just jokingly. And I hate just touch in general. And when my dad does it and like, I'm, I just want to lose my mind on him, but he didn't know. So for like him to not know and not be able to say anything was just super stressful. And now if I'm like, can you take a step back? They are super mm. respectful and understanding. Wow. This is really, really helpful. I think for a lot of people to hear, we, we appreciate you diving into that. And also yeah. like, I'm not trying to be funny, but thank you for trusting two men with your story. Like, yeah. obviously it's not something you've told a lot of people about. Uh, so yeah. that does not go unnoticed. Like, like thank we said, you. there's an understanding we simply just can't have because we're not yes. women, but you know, for you to trust us and share this and be vulnerable, um, that, that means a lot to us. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Is there anything else that you kind of want to leave the audience with? Anything that we didn't touch on? Yeah, or just like advice for someone who may be going through the same thing. Yeah, I just thought about this recently. I think I always thought this would define me and a lot of men would just see me as like a sex toy and just an object, a piece of meat. And whatever happens to you, like, if you're raped, assaulted, or just harassed on the street by stupid construction workers, it does not define who you are at all. I am still the like the daughter of my mother, a great friend to my best friends, and just a good person. And it doesn't change anything about who I am as a person, and it won't change anyone else or anything. It just makes your rapist an asshole. Yeah. Well yeah. said. Um, but yeah, like Greg said, we appreciate you coming on and being so honest. Uh, no, it probably wasn't the easiest thing in the world, but I think it's going to be helpful to a lot of people that are probably holding on to some sort of secret, maybe the same way that you are. And for them to hear you saying that you feel so much better after telling, you know, your parents or anybody, mm -hmm. uh, I think is extremely helpful. So thank you for coming on and talking to us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And we seriously wish you the best of luck with everything. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Thanks, you too. Bye. Dude, it makes sense to me. Like, like I was saying, like, being a woman is, is actually fucking scary. Like mm -hmm. I said, like, because... Dude, have you ever been out at like a place and you see like a very attractive girl and like some of the shit that dudes do to like try to talk to them and then they get offended really quick. And it's like, that is scary. You know what I mean? Like, and knowing that in most cases, like everyone's different, but like you're typically a woman will be somewhat defenseless or, you know, like smaller than a guy. Exactly. Just 
the odds are stacked against you yeah. in that case. And that alone is terrifying. That's what, yeah, that's what I and mean. And then like you're saying, yeah, like the aggressive nature, behavior, especially certain settings, alcohol involved. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Dude, I don't even like go, like this is why, like growing up, I didn't like going to clubs and shit because I'm like, dude, just love to fight at these places. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to even have to be around that in the off chance that it happens to me. That I just like bump into a dude and just fucking cracks a bottle over my head. It's like you want to avoid these places. And unfortunately for women, you're just like, you know, like a moth to a flame, basically. <laughs> like they're going to find you and it doesn't matter what you're wearing or whatever. They're going to say these things. And it's like, that's, it's scary, dude. Like imagine people making comments at you, like sexually charged comments all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, and you hear about all of the sexual assault and, and stuff that goes mm-hmm. on. And it's like, I, I would, I mean, you know me, I'm a pretty anxious person about certain things. And like that to me would, I, that would be enough for me to be like, I, I would be terrified of fucking men too. Mm-hmm. Be like walking on the street and see a guy be like, Just like a chill. different level of alertness. Like, it, yeah, it, that would change. Ubers. Think about Ubers, dude. I've, I've fallen asleep in The things that you Ubers. don't think, of, right. I've fallen asleep in Ubers. Like a, a, a woman can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I should, probably shouldn't be doing it fucking either. Well, yeah. But like at the same, but like, you know. But the things that, you know, we, yeah. The things that we wouldn't second guess or think about that women are probably thinking about all the time because they have to. And also just getting stared at. That to me is also enough. Getting stared at is so creepy. It is. Dude, I was in the sauna like a couple of weeks ago and this also like, this is actually weird. This is, dude, giant dude, like four of me was just staring at, like not breaking eye contact. And then he was like muttering stuff to himself. And I literally, yeah, like after a few minutes, I was like, all right, that's enough sauna for today. And I just went home. Yeah, muttering, (laughs) that's that's a little scary. Yeah, but like like you said, like that is the shit that is just like, what the, like another, a stranger is just staring at me, calling Mm -hmm. out things, like touching, like groping. Yeah, nah. Oh, it's insane. Like, man. let me buy you a drink. <laughs> let me buy you a drink. And like grabs your wrist. I'd be like, what, yeah. are, what are you doing? And not even being able to trust getting a drink bought for you too. You know? Yeah. It's, God, dude. <sighs> also, like, I don't mean to sound like fucking Mr. Popular over here, but sometimes when I go out, people recognize me and it used to give me so much anxiety because sometimes people don't say anything and they just look mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they just, because they're like, I don't, it looks like, but I look like everybody. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's just a white guy. But like, but if that was enough for me, it like prevented me from going out when I was adjusting to that. Yeah. You know, like it takes time to adjust. And like, you almost would rather people just, if they know you to say hi, because just having people stare at you and you're just kind of like, what is, what is mm-hmm. going on? Like that is so unsettling. I think that you like, I think you change when we go out depending on the situation. And I've like noticed that because like, why wouldn't you, you know, we're not, obviously we're not like making this about like getting noticed, no. but like, it, we're just trying to like, in any way we can. Yeah. I'm like saying like, understand. This, this is like a, a positive thing. Like people usually are like, Oh, no, Hey, no, you know, but, but like, but the eyes is like, yeah. Imagine being a woman. I've seen it. And like, I remember one of the first times I hung out with you, we were at dinner somewhere. I don't know if I even told you this. And like, I feel like they were like German tourists, but they were like taking a picture at the table like next to you, like next to us once. This was like years and years ago. Yeah, I think I forgot to tell you after I'm telling you now. This was like five years ago. Thanks, Greg. Um, But that shit, that's weird. That shit, like to know, you know. And then think about that, right? 
So yeah. that is, quote unquote, a positive thing. Like people recognize you and they, you know, they want to say hi or whatever. <clears throat> Nothing sexually charged about that. Dudes mm-hmm. are just mm-hmm. taking photos of girls mm-hmm. like at the gym or trying to get pictures like underneath their skirts, staring at them. Like it's constant. I wouldn't be able to live, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, like, it's it, yeah. it's 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 horrible. It's, it's scary. Horrible. I don't think that like I don't think there's anything irrational about being extra alert, man. Like when my wife goes on the subway somewhere, like I'm yeah. scared. I'm yeah. scared. I'm like, text me, text me, text me. I mean, I yeah. I think all the time too. Like I look at my daughter who's one, and I'm like, God, like just stay this age, yeah. please. <laughs> don't like, go outside. It's scary, man. But she, uh, again, like for real, like we appreciate her coming on to speak to us about this and share that. And I think it's, it's going to be helpful. And like, I know if you've listened to the show for a long time, you've heard us say this a trillion times, but again, like people reach out to come on the show. That's how we get our guests. Every other email is sexual assault, rape, a family member abuse. Yeah. Like, it, it like it hurts to look at sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's it's insane how common or how much more common you know than than we want to realize this is. And that's just the ones that you hear about. Yeah. And how many of the those ones are people that you willing don't? to talk? Yeah. Those are people willing to come on, have a bunch of strangers here, and it's still a ton. So imagine how many people couldn't even get the words out to yeah. tell anyone in their life. I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, you know millions of people that something has happened to and they feel like they can't talk about it or whatever. Like it's, it's just, you know, to not be understanding, especially of, of, you know, a, a woman's situation like that, of you can't possibly think of why a woman might be afraid of men. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like, come on. Yeah. Of course. It's not to say like all men are bad. No one's saying that, but it's fucking scary. You know, I'm still afraid of bees. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me they're not going to sting you. Just be nice to them. Okay, but I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. If a bee's near me, I'm fucking going like this. Get away. It's the same shit. <laughs> Just be still. They won't, they won't sting you. Yeah. I'm not taking the ch- chance. Fuck that. I what get it. What a shockingly great analogy. Men are bees. Let's end on that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> that's all. We appreciate her coming on. Uh, for anyone out there who would like to be a guest on our show, reach out. Our uh, email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your story and we'll get back to you. Yeah. Send us an email and uh, follow us on social media uh, at OPL Podcast, TikTok, Instagram. You could hit patreon.com slash show PL show. And that is all this week. Yep. See you guys next time. <laughs>